Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. We are pleased to have with us from Judicial Watch. Tom, you know, Tom, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Oh, I'm doing as well as can be expected, considering the circumstances. How are you doing, James? I'm doing okay. Tom, something happened over the weekend on our Saturday show. I'm going to just make you aware of it really quick. We had a lady, a very nice lady that called in, and she was so excited. And she shared with us that she had just discovered this website where people are just doing amazing work. She wanted everybody to know what it was. It was Judicial Watch. I can't believe these people. They're doing such. And I had to tell her, we have had Mr. Fitton on, and you're right. They do amazing work. But that just goes to show there are a lot of people yet that have yet to discover the great work that you do. So before we talk about Donald Trump and his legal woes for a few minutes, can you just kind of let people know what you guys are doing and have been doing? This isn't new. I've been following Judicial Watch since I was with Russia's program. We followed what you guys were doing every step of the way. You've been engaged in in this battle for the soul of America for decades now. Uh, we have, and uh, we're a government watchdog group. We're we're conservative, so you know we understand as a result that often big government means big corruption, and uh, you really can't trust certainly at the federal level. Um, you know, the feds to cross the street, honestly. So when it comes to what's been happening to President Trump, uh, you know, pretty much everything we've been worrying about came to a head with the abuse of power by the government. Uh, we exposed a lot of what was going on under the Freedom of Information Act. You know, and you can bet with Bragg, you know, we're investigating him as well um, under the law through the open records laws and anything else we're able to do. Uh, even just do basic so some of the questions media that, refuses to do. So some of the questions that come up, Tom, and these are questions that you just see all along social media posted from conservatives. Why has there been such a, a, a double standard that allows Hillary Clinton, for instance, and the, and the DNC to pay a simple fine for misleading the FBI and misleading law enforcement on this phony steel dossier? The questions go back further than that. They go back to her mishandling of classified documents. They go back into the Clinton administration and the multiple, multiple abuses of of what most people consider the the breaking of the law there with campaign financing. Um, And then you can move on to that from, from other areas. The Hunter Biden certainly comes to mind. Why is there no activity with Hunter Biden on the federal level? And yet we see... What is happening to President Trump? How do you answer that, Tom? 
Well, I, you know, I think it's quite evident what's happening. And, you know, the way I think about it is it's not a double standard. It's a single standard. They're being perfectly consistent, right, which is, you know, protect their own uh, and go after their opponents. And that's what's happened consistently in the last several years. It goes on more or less. And there are always exceptions, in my view, that prove the rule over time. But, but practically speaking, the Democratic left controls the operations of the federal uh, uh, system, uh, certainly when it comes to the Justice Department. And I don't need to tell you who runs New York City or who runs <laughs> Fulton County, Georgia, or even practically speaking locally, who won, runs Washington, D.C. I'm, I'm not even talking at the federal level. So these are left-leaning jurisdictions run by partisan Democrats who have hijacked the law enforcement apparatus of each jurisdiction at the local, state, and federal level. And right now, there's this storm front that goes from Georgia through D.C. all the way up to New York uh, that's raging against our republic with this um, malicious process against uh, uh, our, our, our dear uh, president, uh, Donald Trump, an innocent man for the record. What do you expect if you do? I know that it's I think it's people are telling me and I read reports from from pundits saying, oh, this is going to be dismissed on the merits. Oh, nothing. Tom, I've always had the opinion that once something enters a court room, especially in a situation where there's potentially bias, all bets are off. You can't predict what's going to happen. No one can predict what will happen here. It, there are so many factors that come into play. If there's a jury trial, how are the jurors selected? Who's excluded? Um, there were, uh, I think it was Alan Dershowitz who said this ought to be moved out of Manhattan and put into Staten Island. Uh, there are so many variables at work here. How do you think people should prepare themselves for whatever the outcome is here mentally? What, how they should look at this? Oh, I, I think... Your listeners should presume that Donald Trump, one way or another, is going to become a political prisoner uh, by hook or by crook. Wow. Uh, that's what the left plans. I mean, we're presuming, I mean, to your to your point, I mean, does he even give any bail tomorrow? I don't know. I don't know how it works there. Maybe you've talked to lawyers who will tell you, oh, yeah, ordinarily, you know, there's no, um, you know, there's no doubt he'll get bail. Well, I don't know. I mean, he shouldn't be prosecuted. I mean, what we're witnessing is a failure of the system. And so, um, you know, there's it, it, one thing to say that once the process begins, it, it, it takes on its own methodology in terms of finding out what the truth is or getting to a result. You know, that's, that's the way it's supposed to work, right? Here we right. have politics on top of it. Uh, so it's even worse than... Uh, you can't predict what's going to happen. It's like, well, you should just be prepared for the worst. And the worst, in many ways, has already begun. I never thought we'd see this day. I guess I've been worried about it, but I mean, the idea that they're going to prosecute a former president and and the top not the top candidate opposing Biden on such obviously protectual uh, you know bases is. You know, it makes me fear for the future of our republic and the Republican form of government, meaning are we going to be a, a nation of laws or a nation ruled by men? What is the response that as a political party now, not a legal judgment, but but Tom, as a, just a political judgment, you an observer of what happens in politics as well as wearing your legal hat? 
Politically, what should Republicans, what should be the response of the Republican Party to what we are all as a country witnessing right now? Well, just so you know, I'm not a lawyer, so I, but I've had a little too much experience looking at these political slash legal fights. I, I think there should be a strong denunciation. Uh, everyone who is anyone in national Republican politics and frankly, even at the local level should denounce this honest Democrats. And they are honest Democrats. I mean, you're in New York, you know, there there's a there's kind of a conservative opposition, even within the Democratic Party up there should denounce this. The governor of New York should intervene and stop this. Uh, you know, we've got to protect our country from this abuse. I mean, what is the, is this the new standard? Part of the election season is trying to jail your political opponents. That's, you know, well, that's not that's not when the elections begin. It's when you prosecute and jail your political opponents. That's when the campaign season begins. God help us, James. God help us. Couldn't agree more. Very quickly, and we have to stop here. Please tell people where they can reach you and Judicial Watch, Tom. Uh, we're on the internet all over the place, but uh, our website is judicialwatch.org. Judicialwatch.org. There's that's where that fine uh, young listener lady who called you was looking at. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll have you back in the near future. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you.